Hello, everybody. This is Bill Knauer, and you're listening to Author to Author, where we talk about writing and life. Because what it takes to write the book you want to write is also what it takes to lead the life you want to lead. It's true. It's true. Author to Author is brought to you by Author Magazine, premier free writing magazine on the Internet, featuring articles on writing, the writing life, as well as video interviews with best-selling and award-winning authors across the genres. In fact, we've got a new issue up this week, just started yesterday, Monday, including my conversation with the lovely Dory Hillestad Butler, author of 50 children's books and counting. We had a great conversation, including talking about something we don't often talk about. I don't get a chance to talk about that much, but how Dory was a, a young stay-at-home mom and the challenges of treating her writing like a career. And she wasn't getting paid for it, but she was taking it very seriously nonetheless. Great conversation. Check it out at authormagazine.org. Authormagazine.org. We're funded by the fabulous Pacific Northwest Writers Association, supporting writers from pen to publication. Since 1955, PNWA, great writing organization. They have a great conference every year. We're already, people are already signing up for it. Can you believe it? It's in September. It just happened, but we're, well, it didn't just happen, but it, not that long, but they're signing up already for the next one. Yes, they are. You can go to pnwa.org for that. You, If you're in the Northwest, you definitely want to be a member of it. They have classes uh, through the year. In fact, I will be teaching a class this winter, two of them. I'll be teaching uh, uh, the art of the personal essay, one of my favorite topics. I'll be teaching that. Also, a one-day workshop in fearless writing. Yes, I will. I'll be doing that as well. So there'll be other classes taught by other teachers. So if you're in the Northwest, check it out, pnwa.org can't beat it. All right. Uh, you know, today's going to be something a little different. I'm having not just one, but two guests. Yes, twice the fun. Um, we've got Elizabeth Atkins and Catherine Marie Atkins Greenspan. That's one person, four names, but still two people. And Elizabeth and Catherine are the siblings behind two sisters writing and publishing. Now, Elizabeth is the author of nearly 20 books, and she's been a guest on Oprah Montel, NPR, Good Morning American Sunday, and CBS Evening News. Her writing has appeared in the New York Times, Essence, Ebony, and the Detroit News, for which her articles on race were nominated for the Pulitzer Prize. How about that? Yes. And Catherine is a sought-after writer and editor, and uh, she's a past recipient of writing grants from Sierra Arts Foundation and Nevada Arts Council and has taught university-level English, creative writing, and English as a second language. But like I said, they've got a new venture. Actually, I don't know how new it is. I think it's kind of new. Two Sisters Writing and Publishing, and we're going to talk about it. Hello. Hello, Elizabeth and Catherine. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, Bill. Great. Great. Thanks for having us today. All right. For our listeners, not that they're going to be able to tell the difference, but... Elizabeth, say hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Elizabeth. Okay, and Catherine, you say hello. Hi, this is Catherine. Okay, now, now that we've dispensed with that. <laughs> uh, all right, so who's the older sister? Who's the, who's the, who's the big Elizabeth. sister? Who's the little sister? Elizabeth, What's that? Elizabeth more bossy, the, big, the little sister. Elizabeth so Eliz- is the big sister, but the little sister is bossier. I see. So Elizabeth's <laughs> the big sister, but Catherine is the boss. All right, that's good to know. Okay, so let's take. Let me start with. I'm going to start with you, Elizabeth. So, so you have written twenty books, or almost twenty books. Uh, were yeah. these fiction or nonfiction? Yeah. 
It's both fiction novels both. and nonfiction memoirs and how-to books. Okay. And was writing always the thing for you? Was that always going to be what you wanted to do? Yes. I became an English major after I flunked pre-med, and writing was always easy for me, <laughs> and I've been journaling my whole life. And I became an editor at our campus newspaper at University of Michigan. And then I went to Columbia and got a master's in journalism, and then I started working at the Detroit News, and then I started writing books. Wow. So it's just an upward trajectory. So you did a little journalism. And but then you start. Did you start with were your first books fi- nonfiction, and then did you move into fiction? They were they were fiction. Well, I mean, obviously journalism is nonfiction, but I wanted to right. make stuff up using yeah. real life things and issues. Right. So I started writing fiction. But then people approached me to write nonfiction books and memoirs, and that's how I got into ghostwriting. Ah, uh, oh, interesting. Okay, so. Now, Catherine, it looks like you came at things from a slightly more academic uh, angle. Is that true? No, that's not true at all. I've always written and published my own books. The first one I published when I was five years old, it was called The Lion (laughs) Train. It was called The Lion Trainer and Sally, and it was like eight pages long, and it had a, a pink construction paper cover, and I even put you know, the copyright page, and I said copyright 1975 at wow. Publishing, Saginaw, Michigan. And Whoa, then my second so... book. Wow, you were just on it. Okay, so that was, that was book number one. You had the whole thing, okay. The whole thing. And then my second book was actually in fifth grade. It was called The Lucky Pairs of Pants, and I actually sewed the pages together, so it has like a, um, a thread binding, and then the cover is cardboard, and I put this really um, 1970s um, contact paper. That's what the cover is. And my wow. fifth grade teacher sent it to um, the local county young authors conference. So in fifth grade, I got to go to um, a writer's conference as an author. <laughs> wow. How awesome is that? So, so you have I've two... always but, okay, so this is interesting. So you were always, 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 your sister thought she was going to be a scientist. That, that she flunked out of that. But were, so were you guys both writing stories together or, or like telling each other stories or being creative together when you were kids? Um, you know, I think, yeah. I, my first, I have a memory when we were little, like maybe four and five years old, and our parents told us, not to say that the other one was lying. We had to say she told a story, not that she lied. So our parents, like, unconsciously were planting this thing in our heads that we tell stories and that the other sister tells stories, too. I love it. A lie is just a story. You know, but you know what? If you've ever written memoir, which I do, you're always making stuff up. Even the truth is kind of a story in a way. Um, all right, so yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. So, Catherine, you were just like writing, publishing, and Elizabeth, even though you you written all these books, you weren't sure that writing was going to be your thing until you were in college, yeah? Right, and then we were English majors together, so we literally would pull all-nighters in the computer center writing papers together for our English classes. Oh, that's cool. 
All right. Well, you know, we even, we even had one class where Elizabeth, because she was an editor at the day at the newspaper at uh-huh. University of Michigan, so she sometimes was not able to read the novels. We had an, a living author class where real live authors would come in, and after we read their books, and this was a class of like 200 people. So I would read the books. I would tell her what the book was about, and then she would, in class, to the author of the book, ask the most brilliant question, and nobody but me knew that she'd never read the book. <laughs> wow, you guys, you're like a you're like a sitcom in the making, just the two of you. All right, so all right, so you guys are good friends. You know, your your sisters, you're both creative yeah. people, and now you've decided to go into business together. You've created a two sisters yeah. writing and publishing. So when when was the birth date of that business do you do you know exactly or thereabouts yeah. yes it, it was february 2nd 20, february 2nd 2016 2016 okay so it's been around a couple of years mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. and whose whose idea was this or was this just like late night having drinks and like you know what we should do or did one of you have the <laughs> the, the, the brainchild for this no we were actually elizabeth was Oh, we we had a project where we were helping a cardiologist put together like a 50-page book, and he wanted to publish it on CreateSpace, and so right. we he hired us to do that. And as I and this was like six months before we formed our company, and as I was learning, because CreateSpace is really simple, it's templates. As I was doing this, and so Elizabeth had been ghostwriting for people for. 20 years so as we were as I was learning about publishing I was like you know what we could take your ghostwriting books and we could take it a step further and we could actually publish them so that was right. like the beginning of it yeah. right okay so it started with like ghostwriting projects mm-hmm. and and so what has it morphed into what has it become describe what two sisters publishing is to our eager listeners who always want to know about more publishing places. Well, we coach, we're book coaches and we edit projects and we publish them and we're ghostwriters also. And we published our own books and we published our mother's memoir, the triumph of Rosemary. She's a retired judge who has a fascinating story about being, um, in the mid-60s, marrying our father, who was a former Roman Catholic priest who was 25 years older than her, and he was white, wow. and she was black and half Italian, and rejected wow. by the Italian side of her family, and then adopted by a black family. The mother was abusive to her. So she wow. has an amazing story because she rose to become chief judge of one of the busiest courts anywhere for 12 years. And so she was our inspiration, as was our father. And our family story inspired us to have a very loving and peaceful outlook on humanity and unity. And so all of our books, just it just organically happened that we write books for people who have against the odd, against the odds stories, and they're all inspiring and they're teaching tools and they're really powerful. Um, we wrote the former mayor of Detroit, Dennis Archer. I wrote his book. Uh, Let the Future Begin, which is his memoir about becoming mayor after growing up in a house with no running water and wow. beating the odds to also become the first person of color as a 
president of the American Bar Association, which has 400,000 lawyers. Yeah. And then we wow. also wrote a book for, a, I know, a sharecropper's son from North Carolina who grew up to be president of the American Red Cross. Um, wow. We have, those wow. are like typical themes for the books that we write. And then you know, coming soon is my memoir. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, go ahead and tell me about your memoir. Oh, thank you. I've only been writing it for 15 years now, but it's <laughs> a spiritual memoir. <laughs> it's a spiritual memoir. It's called God's Answer is No, K-N-O-W, Lessons uh-huh. from a Spiritual Life, because when I learned how to meditate and just get in touch with the divinity within myself, it just changed everything. And so I'm not only telling my story, but I'm also sharing how others can do that, because that's the key to a happier, more fulfilling, peaceful life. And that's really great. excited. It's available. Thank you. Thank you. And so that's coming soon. January, and we have pre-sales on our website, twosisterswriting.com. All right, so and from Catherine, that also, uh-huh. oh, go ahead. Yes, yes, go ahead. Well, in the course of all of that, I developed something where I combined my daily habit of journaling that Catherine and I have had since watching our father journal every night at the dining room table when we were little. Wow. Um, okay. Journaling plus meditation, I created something called Power Journal, where you combine the power of writing things down and meditating and then just manifesting changes within yourself that can be healing, revelations, or even manifesting a job or a relationship or an experience. So we're teaching Power Journal, and that book just went for sale on Barnes & Noble and Amazon, and we have an online community where we're teaching this technique. That sounds awesome. And Catherine, do you Power Journal (laughs) also? Do you do that as well? I do, yes. Yes, I do. Yes. But not to the extent that Elizabeth does. So I'm one of her disciples. You're a disciple. Oh, my God. So, Catherine, tell me this, Catherine. How is the labor divided in this project? Like, who does what? Is there is there clear distinctions, or are they is everyone doing everything? No, it's – I mean, we both – on ghostwriting projects, we both do some of that. Um, let's – Elizabeth is really good at it, and I'm – I'm good at it, but I don't, it's not my favorite thing. I'd rather deal with the minutia of publishing. And in fact, um, yeah, I have like Elizabeth is all like right brain and I'm like both right brain and left brain. So I need to have like the project management aspect of publishing as well as the creative side of writing. I could use you. I could use one of you. One of you, Catherine. I need one of you in my house. That would be very helpful for me. Uh, All right. What a good team you make. You're like the Cullen brothers of publishing. And so, and so, Catherine, right? So, Catherine, except maybe a little more spiritual than they are. So, Catherine, you, so you deal with like, like, because there is a lot of minutiae in publishing, isn't there? A surprising amount. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny. We um, or one of our like in our first couple of months, someone came to us and we wanted to. She wanted to publish with us, and then she said, "No, I'm just going to do it myself." And then Elizabeth ran into her about a year later and asked her how she she was like, "Congratulations on publishing your book!" And this woman just rolled her eyes and just said, "It was such a nightmare." Yeah, <laughs> what was I it's a lot of work. <laughs> it is. It, yeah, it's it's a bear. 
It's a bear. People come yeah. to me, I, so I teach writing, and they'll say, oh, I want to self-publish. And I'm like, that's fine. But you're starting a business, just so you know, and be right. prepared for that. <laughs> you know, And if you don't want to start a business, then find someone to either like yourselves or go to a, one of the big five or whatever. But if you don't want to start mm-hmm. a business, yeah. don't do this. You know? Right. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Well, so, all right. So you guys, you're working together. You don't want to kill each other? You don't like the old sisterly rivalries aren't are they flaring up? How's that going? Who wants well, to take that thorny issue on first? <laughs> Our mother calls us two sisters writing and bickering. <laughs> well, that's fine. Yeah. But we it's respectful and we just disagree and keep stepping, but then we finally come to a resolution and it works because we both bring unique perspectives to the table and we do it in a spirit of the best good for the company, the client, the project. And so it all works out. Okay. And so it's it, not it that also bad. Challenge each other's thinking. No. But, and we also have a business coach. So worst case scenario is, you know, she plays the role of mediator when we're really stuck on something. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she, so she will step yeah. in and, and she will kind of put you guys, okay, separate corners here and let's work this out. So she's pretty good at that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, she has good. a really objective perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about, I'm interested, if you don't mind, I'd love to talk a little bit more about power journaling. You guys up for that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I'm gonna, actually, I want to start with you, Catherine, if it's okay. Tell me when mm-hmm. you, when did you, be, I mean, aside from when your sister said, hey, you should try this, when did you, in your own experience, <laughs> begin to say, oh, oh, I get what this is? Can you think of that? Can you remember when that happened? You mean how? I mean, I I've been journaling. We began to understand how to you like really, you know. So let me explain just a little bit. Like you know, so I teach things to people. I'm a teacher, and I know that Mm -hmm. I tell them like try doing this, and then they go and do it. And when they do it, it's when they actually begin to learn it. All my talking doesn't teach them what experience. So when in your own experience did you begin to get it for yourself? Um, not until we put it on, put it, we created a book and an online challenge, and it wasn't until we had all the pieces in one spot that I got it. And and I think because right. Elizabeth has been talking about it, she's been teaching it, and she's at, at juice bars. I mean, she started teaching it in juice bars in Detroit in like five or six years ago. But it wasn't until I had all the pieces together in one spot, and then from that, it was like we made a book. And actually, right. we're about to launch a second book. You know, everybody's got a health kick at the beginning of the year. And one of the most successful subtopics of Power Journal is Power Journal for Weight Loss. So we're going to get that one out by um, the beginning of the year. Okay. And so, Elizabeth, this you came up with this. And I will tell you, I, I meditate as well. And my wife does too. And I don't do this myself. But oftentimes... Uh, Elizabeth, she'll meditate, and, and right after meditating, stuff comes to her, and so she writes it all down. And sometimes yeah. it comes in the form of, yeah. like, channeled advice, and she'll just say, oh, my guides were saying I should, she'll write it all down. Is that yeah. kind of how it started for you? That's it. Oh, my gosh. I love it. <laughs> I want to meet your That's wife. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly 
exactly it. It's called intuitive writing. So when you get into a meditative state, you're able to access the divine. You can call it God, angels, your inner voice, whatever, whatever. Your spiritual beliefs are in alignment. Right. Right. But it is, it feels like channeled information because it doesn't feel like it came from you. And That's it can right. guide you on what to do in your life, what job to take, what relationship, what to do tomorrow, what to eat for dinner. It can guide you all day long, always serving your best interest and your highest truth. But you, we live in such a noisy world, and we're yep. taught to not trust our inner voice. We're taught to trust what everyone else says or the societal conventions and rules. And so we distrust our inner voice, and we act on external stimuli, and we're miserable. And so Power Journal helps you get to your center, your truth, and live from there. And it's life-changing. I have chills talking about it because I go there, and it's made me, I've made difficult decisions, but it's all in my best interest so I can be the best citizen in the world to teach people about love, self-love, peace. Yeah. Harmony, goodness. Oh, this is good. Oh. This is good. I just I published a book last year called Fearless Writing, and the, one of the primary focuses of it is getting into what I call the flow state, which is really what you're describing, where you get into this zone mm-hmm. where stuff yes. comes to you. Yes. You feel like you're listening. You're not going out uh, and getting anything. It's all because I really think that, creative, no, that no. you can go into that state of mind with meditation, without it. I think it's, I, I will tell you, as a creative writer, that's when I know I'm doing it right, when it feels like it, it's mm-hmm. being sort of channeled. You know, that's where I feel like I'm in the right state mm-hmm. of mind. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. And so you guys are teaching that together? Oh, thank you. Is that, mm-hmm. are you, are you, you're yeah, do, so you're both are. teaching it? That is yeah. great. Yeah, so, in fact, yeah. Thank you. Well, we have an online community at powerjournal.life, which is the website and the private Facebook group. And we're doing live webinars, and we're going to be doing more in-person events with it. I did one at our retreat, our business retreat in Sedona with our coach, and that uh-huh. was really awesome. Um, but it's such a blessing to be able to share this really empowering knowledge. And then publishing the workbook, it's a physical book where that you can write in, and every day for 28 days, we have a different question and then lines for writing the answer. So first you get in the meditative state, you answer the question, the intuitive writing begins, like your wife experiences this sort of channeling of information, and you just keep writing and let it pour out. And then it's almost like you're in a trance. And, you know, people use the word woo-woo in such a negative way, but it is a trance-like state where you're going within yourself, and that's where your power lies, and you can get it out through your pen. That's it's right. Really another, another trick you can do, uh, this is a simple thing I'll do in workshops where I'll do what I call free writing, where even I just say to the people, look, yes. put your pen on the paper. Don't let it stop moving. Even if all you write is, I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. Something, mm-hmm. even in like little five minutes of that, something will come out that you didn't expect. Something will just pop through right. when you stop thinking. Yes. This is fascinating. Okay. Yes. So, Catherine, <laughs> tell me this. What is the vision, if you have any? I'm sure you guys have – maybe you do vision boards. You sound a little bit like you maybe do. But even if you don't oh, have yeah. a board – oh, yeah, okay. So what's your, what is your vision in your, in your sort of – in your mind's imagination eye for this – for Two Sisters Publishing? What would you like to see it 
become? Um, I Well, we actually are launching these anthologies um, of personal essays. So it's interesting that you, you say you're teaching how to write personal essays. Yeah. We have these themed anthologies, um, and they're all inspirational stories, about 5,000 words long. And it's sort of like our twist on chicken soup for the soul. So we want to publish authors and put more inspiring stories into the world. Um, So that's something that we're going to work on. Oh, you're like, that's my jam. I love it. You can never have enough inspiring stories. And so, all right, so you're putting collections of essays, longer essays, it sounds Mm -hmm. like, 5,000 is low on the Mm -hmm. long side. That's fine. Uh, Mm -hmm. Are they themed? In some way, or is it just like, here are 20 fabulous essays? What's the deal with that? Yeah, so yeah. So to start, we, we've got them themed. So one of them is inspiring stories of weight loss. Then there's okay. one inspiring stories of adoption. And that, of course, is influenced by our mother's story of adoption, where she was adopted and her adoptive mother abused her, but she overcame that. So the inspiration is that she overcame it. Um, right. Inspiring stories of uh, near-death experiences, Ooh. which I guess Ooh. all near-death experiences are exp- inspiring since the person yeah. survived. Um, so yeah, so they're themed. That's that's what right. we're starting with. So some of our listeners say, "I got one of those. I've got one of those." If they wanted to, <laughs> do, are you accepting submissions for those, or are they all done already? Nope, we're still accepting, and and anybody can go to two sisterswriting.com. It's TWO Sisters Writing, and uh, we've got a page with more in, with all the details for submissions. Okay, and so if they go there, they'll let, they'll know how to submit and also which what what uh, what yes. anthologies you're creating. Oh, that's great. Yes, and exactly. so the, oh, you know, well, I think that's a great another idea. Thing, thank you. Another thing thank for you. the future is. When we first started our business, I really wanted to help writers, um, short story writers. And mm-hmm. so we started holding monthly themed short story contests on our website and with the goal of each year we would have you know, t- about 24 contests. So we'd have 24 winners, 24 short stories, and we'd publish an anthology. So our first anthology came out this July for all of 2016 and 17. So that is so exciting. So 2018, we're, we're in the last month of contest, and then we're going to do it again. We're going to publish the 2018 short story winners, and then 2019 we'll do it again. So That's great. All right, all you short story writers, you long-form personal essayists, you see you've got a new outlet. That's right. right. If you didn't know about it already. Now you do. That sounds very exciting. I love it. I love the power journaling. I love the inspiration. I just I write inspirational stuff. That's what I do. So I just love it when I hear other people doing it. Wow. It's always exciting for me. I just I think the point for me of writing is remind me why life is worth living. It's what I want to know. I keep forgetting Ooh, sometimes. Yay. You know what I'm love saying? It. I just forget I sometimes. Mm-hmm. I can't be reminded mm-hmm. often enough. So <laughs> I, I I love it. All right. Well, so Good. So you've got that. And are either of you current? Okay. Well, Elizabeth, you already told me you're, you're finishing up your memoir that you've been writing your whole life pretty much. And so, but <laughs> Catherine, are you going to try and write your own book? Is that something you're even vaguely interested in? Uh, my own memoir? Probably. Or own anything. But right now, 
Oh, well, I published um, the first three books in a young adult series called the Veronica series. And Veronica is a biracial 14-year-old. And so the first one is called Veronica, I Heard Your Mom is Black. Based, of course, I, are we, Elizabeth and I have a black mother, but we look white. So this right. is the, the impetus for the book was based on that. How does this 14-year-old girl function in the world when the world is coming at her saying, I heard you're this, are you this, are you black, are you white, what are you? Um, so the first three Veronica books are out in the world. And then I'm on the brink. So early in 2019, the fourth book in the Veronica series is coming out and my goal is to have the fifth and sixth book in the series come out next year as well oh oh you're so ambitious you two okay great well listen uh first of all i have a client i may be sending your way just so you know get ready but we'll hope we'll see if she's interested in it but i think she'd be a good a good candidate for you guys but but all right this went by very quickly i have a final question for both of you uh, but you have to each answer it separately. Uh, so let's start with the question is this, and I'm going to, and Elizabeth, you're going to answer it first. And, the, and all I want you to do is finish this sentence. If writing has taught you anything, it's taught you what, Elizabeth? That writing is power and it's power to explore yourself and power to make a positive impact on the world. I like it. What about you, Catherine? If writing has taught you anything, it's taught you what? I think it. I think you just said the words a second ago. It's reminded me why life is worth living. There's oh. nothing except telling stories. <laughs> That's oh, hey, listen, life is a story you're telling yourself, and the better the story, the better your life. Well, listen, you two. Congratulations, you're both awesome. Uh, I I hope Thanks you guys so just flourish. I hope I really do. And Thank so it's you. two sisters publishing.com. Is that the website? It's two sisters writing.com. Oh, excuse me. Oh, two sisters writing.com. Two sisters writing.com, okay. everybody. Okay. Best of luck. Thanks, Bill. Thank you so much. Good luck to you. All right. Thank you. Take it easy. Oh, You're welcome. Life is worth living. Life is worth living, people. It is. But you know, you got to remember. You got to remember. I want to thank my producer, RJ Jeffries. You're awesome, RJ. Couldn't do it without you, as always. I'll be back next week, I think, with a historian, James Hansen. Should be interesting. Uh, until then, go find something you love and do it. Do it often. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.